Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharp Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Mentoring, Mentoring for, for the, the Modern, modern Musician. musician. Very excited to have all of you guys. As always. As always, joining us and yes. listening uh, to be mentored <laughs> and to be modern. Exactly. To be musicians. Exactly. Hey, and for, for those of you just joining us, uh, who you've just discovered us. Yes. You know, at some point, dig into that backlog. Yeah. Oh, right? totally. This is episode, we're in the 90s. We're in the 90s, 90s somewhere. 98, maybe? Quickly approaching 100. We are. I mean, not age-wise. <laughs> Although, we would sound amazing if we sound like this when we're 100. Yeah. Right? That's a goal. That's a goal. It's a long-term goal. That's long. It's long game. It's right long there. Game. Hey, we're always t- we're right always there. preaching the long game. <laughs> Sound like this when you're 100. Absolutely, it's all about that. So, but yeah. So, th- if you if you are new, uh, subscribe uh, or download on whatever platform you yeah. listen to podcasts. And uh, there's a big, massive bat- backlog of cool, free, wonderful, in-depth information to help you have a better uh, career and have a better life. Yeah. Have a better life. Have, Emphasis yes. on have a better life, <laughs> right? Like the career part. Right. You're gonna do. It, you're doing it. A little less confusion. Yeah. A little less searching around for now. What? A little less feeling lonely. A little less feeling lonely. You touring? So, oh man, so Sick important. Sick of listening to music. Exactly. <laughs> you're like I can't listen to one more record. I'm done. Podcast, baby. Yeah. That's absolutely. That's how you don't feel alone. Exactly. And and again, as you as always, uh, in the show notes, there's a, uh, a a link to how to how to get a hold of us. Yes. If you have any, uh, you know, any ideas that you want us to cover, yeah, or uh, comments or corrections, corrections, love the corrections. Yep. If we, you uh, know, we're not perfect. No, we hey. say it, we say it wrong sometimes. We say it wrong, we'll and make... we're always looking for that exceptional story. Yeah, of how it didn't work that way for you, and right. you were successful. Right, that you just got discovered. Right, in a coffee shop, first gig, <laughs> and then you've sold a million records. If that is you, please reach out. Absolutely, because we want to talk about the exception. Yeah, we do, as well as the rules. Exactly, so. there is. I think we actually did a podcast on the exception that proves the rule. Yeah, I think you're right. So we've done podcasts on everything, baby. <laughs> well, hopefully not everything yet. We've we got it want, all. I'm not. I'm not ready to stop. No, no, no. So no, let's we got. Going. We got plenty. We got plenty. So today. On the, the episode where it's uh, you saw that it's called Same Same. Same Same. Which I want you to hear as if Mr. Miyagi, right, the modern day thought leader. Right. The cutting edge. Cutting edge. Modern day. Modern day thought, thought, leader. thought leader. Philosophical, brilliant man. <laughs> exactly. Zen. Guy, Master. You know, from, from Karate Kid. From Karate Kid. As he would say to Danielson, same, same. Same, same. And what he meant was... It's all the same stuff. So like if, you right. know, teaching Daniel how to paint the fence right. or wax the car, wax on, wax off. Exactly. And so. That's just like fighting. Right. And so how does that, how does that translate to what we're talking about? Exactly. Well, that's, it, a, that's a neat thing, Michael. Right. But what is. What he's, <laughs> but but what, what are you talking about? What are you saying? Exactly. What, what are you talking what, about? What does that mean to me? So how that translates to this is, and you've been saying this for I don't, decades. What is true for your life is true for your musical career, and what is true in your musical career is true, true for, for your life. life. Exactly. It's so funny. I really, I did. I started saying that to guitar students probably twenty years ago. Yeah, that's why I meant decades. I'm not kidding. Which, and what I meant by that when I would say it with guitar students, which mm-hmm. t- certainly translates to us in, in our music career and in, in, in the bigger picture, is 
look, whatever your issue is as a dude <laughs> or a dudette yeah. in your life, yeah. that will be your issue as a guitar player. Right. So let's say that I, uh, that I procrastinate. Yes. Then you will be a procrastinator as a guitar player. Let's say you've got right. low self-esteem. I'm going to have low self-esteem. You're going to have low self-esteem about your guitar playing. Let's say you're a little bit of an egomaniac. <laughs> I know that's strange to hear artists. About a musician? About a guitar player. About a... <laughs> then it means you'll be a little bit of an egomaniac in your guitar playing. But what's cool is the things that you work on in your guitar playing in your music career mm -hmm. in this situation, mm -hmm. because you have to, because it matters to you, and you right. notice, all right, this isn't working. I need to do this. Right. As you work on them in your guitar playing, in your bass playing, in your singing, in your music career, in your gigging, whatever right, it is. Songwriting, touring. They get better. That part of you, that character defect or character asset, mm -hmm. gets better in your life. I don't know why it works that way. Right. But as you work on it in your guitar playing, in your career, it gets better in your life. So the example I usually use is um, I have a lazy guy that lives inside me. Yes. Right. I thought it would go away. <laughs> I think it is safe to say uh, he's not going away. Which is really funny because if anybody who ever gets to know you would say that you're one of the hardest working people that they yes. know, always. Absolutely. Yes. And, and, and so sure. it is always a shock for them to hear you describe yourself as having this lazy guy. Who lives within? Who lives within you? Because and what I've learned to do is just not listen to him. Right. And this is a, if you do you have a lazy guy inside? Here's how you know. Have you ever at some point in your life, when you were a kid, maybe, thrown your dirty socks at the clothes hamper, <laughs> missed, and walked away, and not got up to pick them up? Right. If you have, you have a lazy guy. Have you ever finished up your mac and cheese, <laughs> and left your plate in the living room where you were watching Netflix, and went to bed? Then you have a lazy guy that lives with right. Oh, you went to bed. Did, did you say that? And it makes me uncomfortable. Right? Really right? makes me uncomfortable. Because you don't let that guy win. No, I don't. Right? So, yeah. So, but if that is somebody that you've got, if that's in there somewhere, it will come out in right. different places in your career. Yeah. That's why same, same. Yes. Right? And what's nice about knowing about that is not to beat yourself up, mm -hmm. but to notice, okay, I'm doing that thing. Right. All right. So when I do that thing, I'm going to blah. Yes. Right? So this usually comes out with guitar students with scale modes. They don't want to do scale modes. <laughs> right? All right, right. Well, do your scale modes. Yeah. That's the solution. Right. Right? No, I know vocal students don't want to practice their breathing right, either. Right, right, right. They don't want to do the, the breathing exercises. The, because it's a thing. But you have to. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to be a good singer. You don't have to. You, you don't, don't have, have to learn breath control. You, you, don't, yeah. you don't have to increase your range. Hey, you, you could feel low self-esteem every time anybody asks you anything you're doing with your guitar or your singing or sure. your touring or your songwriting or your yeah just feel bad and, and get annoyed and be obnoxious exactly right exactly lash out at them right like a like a prima donna yeah right or or you could notice that it's something that you're doing and just do the work that you know needs being done right and now by doing that what happens is you're learning how to deal with you and as you learn how to deal with you and your mm -hmm. character defects mm -hmm. in your music you are, without your own permission, without any extra work, <laughs> learning how to deal with yourself. I love how you put that. No. No extra work. There's no extra work here. No extra work involved. <laughs> learning how to deal with yourself, right? right. So the, the thing I joke about yeah. is that, because I also procrastinate. I was just, I, in high school, I was king procrastinator. 
Right. I would never write a paper <laughs> until the night before it was due. <laughs> Ever. Just and I'd stress out. Right. And, right. Sure. I learned how to deal with that because there were things I couldn't do that with my guitar playing. My guitar playing mattered to me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I jokingly say I learned how to go to the dump by practicing my scale modes. Yeah. Right? Because I wouldn't let myself push off the thing with my guitar playing that I knew needed being done. I would stay with it and right. do it, even when I didn't want to. Right. Which means when I have to bring the recycling to the dump, I don't want to. Right. But so you do it anyway. The second I don't want to. You get up and go do it. I go get the stuff and right. bring it out. Right? right. So you, I literally have learned to be a better person, a better human. Yeah. By doing scale modes. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So as you apply that to your career, Mm -hmm. the emails you don't want to send because you're afraid of how the club owner is going to react to you. Yeah. Or it's the eighth time you've done it. And uh, instead of- Get back to me anyway. Instead of sitting in there and letting your low self-esteem start riling you up and Mm -hmm. rolling into it, open your computer. Just do it. Get on your phone. Right. Send the email, send the text, whatever. So it occurs to me that a couple of things that can can, uh, combat that uh, more easily than just trying to sort of existentially change who you are. <laughs> right, will right? your way through it. Right, so right. one of the one of the big things that we talk about a lot and is scheduling out your time. Yes. Right. So remembering that uh, that you do you're a business owner. Yep. Right. That you work for yourself. Yep. Knowing that part of what that is going to entail is that you need to be doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. You're a business owner. There's a lot of things that go yeah. into owning a business. Tons of stuff. Right? Tons of stuff. And so one of the things that's really that becomes really important is to make sure that you schedule out times to do these tasks. Yes. Because otherwise, 12 tasks feels like 1,200 tasks. Yes. Right? Yes. Instead of breaking them into little hour or two-hour increments. Exactly. Right? What happens is you're like, I can't get all this stuff done today. <laughs> and you right? look at the giant list of all the things that need to be done. It's way too much to get done today. I'm not going to do anything. Right. I'm going to sit here and be sad. And so one of the ways to combat that is to treat it like you did when you were in school. Yeah. Right? Right. Or depending on what kind of job you have, right? Right. You're, if, you gotta, you know, you've, if you're one of the many, many, many musicians who needs to have a day gig. Exactly. Right? You know that... You had to show up to school at 7.30 or 8.30, whenever your school started, and that you were going to be there until 2.30 or 3.30. you got to show up at work at 8.30, and you, you are going to be able to take off right. for lunch, but you got to leave. Right. You're not going to leave before 4.30 or 5. And you knew when you were in school that you had these five or six classes that you had to go to. Yeah. Right? And that, you know, when, and you, when you had gym, you had to bring gym clothes. I'll bet you were capable of doing it. Right. And it wasn't that big a deal. Right. And you just sort of did it. Right. Right? Treat your career... If the you bl- same exactly. way. If you block off, all right, so, you know, 12 to 1, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is my heavy-duty uh, socials time, right? I'm going to dive in and I'm going to comment on these yes. other people's posts that I really like and I'm going to make sure that I do, right? And that every day, you know, from 9.15 to 9.30, I'm going to add to my story. Right. <laughs> or I'm going to do a live right, feed right, or right. I'm going to right. You know, just right. And then when it pops up, do it. Right. Put a reminder in your calendar. Right. When your calendar reminds you about it, do it immediately. Pick up your phone. Start doing it. Don't 
let yourself win. Don't let the lazy guy right. or lazy woman inside of you win. Exactly. So, and then one of the things that's that's going to be likely to happen mm-hmm. is you know new stuff's going to come up. Oh yeah, right. And one of the things that that if we're going with your lazy guy that you have inside, yes. one of the things for me yep. is I don't really do well with things that aren't planned. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. So you like so, to see it. This is you not know that what I, you're not doing. Not that I can't be spontaneous. I can you, absolutely be spontaneous. You pivot well. I do pivot well. You pivot very well. I can be spontaneous. What I'm talking about is someone says, "Oh, hey, um, I just got two backstage tickets to uh, that band that you love, and we we can meet their uh, their tour manager. I know you've been wanting to talk to their tour manager." My immediate response to that is always no. I don't want to. Do that. I, I don't want to. I I don't want to do that. That's not on my schedule for tonight. I was gonna go home tonight. It's uh you know, there's the you know the new shows on uh, on Netflix. You know, I was gonna watch Eddie Murphy on uh, comedians and cars getting I coffee. Go, uh, I still have episode eight left of Stranger Things. Exactly. I gotta I gotta finish that up. So, one of the things that that I did to trick myself out of that immediate response was, okay. I would say. Let me think about it. Okay, I'll get back to you. Yeah, hey, that sounds like a cool idea. Let me let me uh, let me, let me get, get back let to me see get right back see, to you. I'll hit you right back up. I'm just gonna see if I can free up my schedule. Yeah, right. So then, what I do, the minute I say that, the little kid in me that's going, I don't wanna. I see it as a toddler saying, "I don't wanna." Yeah, and I go, "Yeah, you're an adult." Right. <laughs> this is your job. <laughs> It's funny that go you, and do this. That you have the little kid inside you. Mine's my guy is like probably like seven, and he's missing a tooth or two, <laughs> and he just goes no. Right. Yeah. Well, that's not rational. That's not how it goes. And exactly. you're not seven. Exactly. So yeah, mine's anywhere from you know four to twelve, because yeah. you know twelve you're a little angsty about. Yeah, it. Oh right. It's like you think you're Johnny Cash. Oh, you totally do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But you're not. You're Billy Corgan. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. Sorry, Billy. But sometimes you appear to me to be like a a nice right. teenager. He boy. may not be. He was very nice. Very but nice. But so the talented. So the point being is, uh, it's another example of what you're talking about, which is I started doing that in my personal life. Yes. And yes. what I noticed was, I started doing it in my professional life too. Oh, interesting. Just because it became part of my. Quan. Yeah. The part of the whole, the whole picture. picture of who That's I great. am. That's a great way to say is so when the, I don't want to do something. Yes. I don't say no. Right. I say, you know what? I'll get back to you on that. Let me think about it. Yeah. Or whatever the professional right, right. Yeah, probably not version let of me that. think about it. Right. It's the professional version <laughs> of it is. Like, oh, right. The professional version of that is let me check my schedule. Yeah, let me get back to you. Let me check my schedule. Thank you. Wow, that's a really generous that's, offer. You know me. That's a great I like I like you bringing it in that way too because you're talking about I was presenting it as this is what happens in your career and it's going to mm-hmm. make yourself do it in your career because you don't need to right. and it actually makes you a better person you're talking about separately from that as you're trying to be a better person yeah hey why don't we bring some of those skills that are making you a better person into your professional life well and even more so yes and yes and even more so I don't even think about it when I'm doing it in my in my professional life because I started doing it in my personal life. Oh, beautiful! So same, same. Yeah. 
What well, is that, true in yes. each is true in the other. And the when you address it in one or the other, yeah. it will bleed over into each of them. It's really interesting. And that's a good – stop separating your career and your personal life. Right. Exactly. Don't – they're not different. <laughs> they're not. And this is why we, we say the awful thing that we say about – <laughs> don't have kids, don't have a family, right? It, not, it, not even that we mean forever. Right. Or that we mean, it's just that if you have kids and have a family, mm-hmm. that should be the priority. Well, those are humans, man. Right. That deserve your, not demand your attention. Right. Appropriately so. Right. Yes. And a career, if you're going to have it, demands is, that. Is the priority. It demands that of you. And if it's not the priority, it falls into its appropriate place on your list, right? And we'll have that amount of 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 Feet, like blowback or, or <laughs> response or success. Success. It'll right? have that much success if it's third on your list, right? You know, you might, you know, sound pretty good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you can do those ten songs pretty well. Yeah, and you might right? do some gigs, and yeah, you may even have some people that think your stuff is cool. For sure. Right? But it's certainly not going to be the career you're picturing. Well, and again, remember the other the other thing that you're adding when you're adding people who are who you are responsible for is a financial responsibility. Yeah. And not true. The last thing that you want to be worrying about when you are beginning a career or you are ascending in a career. In in a music in a music career. career. In right. a, in an entertainment in an entertainment career, exactly. Like in an entertainment in, career. In, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to say real it fast. Is. Try that real fast. In an entertainment career. In an entertainment career. Hey, there's more letters in there. In, yeah, in, you in kind of sound like you've been drinking career. a little bit. That's right. In an entertainment career. That's my career. That used to be really funny yeah. years ago, you guys. I know you're <laughs> offended by that right now, but that making fun of drunk people used to be a staple. Yeah, well. In, in comedy acts. It's, it kind of still is occasionally. It's, you know, sometimes, you know. But in that career, in that entertainment career, you can't start with "I gotta make money," right? Because if you do, you're just well. I can't take that tour; it's going to cost me money, right? Yeah, it probably will, right? But it's going to be a great career move, right? I know, but I, you know, yeah. But if I'm, but if I'm, if I'm gone that long, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to pay my rent, and I probably, you know, I don't think my job will give me the time off. And all right, well, now that's which one's your priority? That means that your priority is. Not losing your job, which, you know, as a human... Is a great priority. It's a great priority. It really is. You know? Right. That's... Wow. Well, You're, and as a, and as a, a you know, a, a significant other, or a, especially as a parent... Parent or a provider. Right. Yeah. You ought to be thinking that. hmm Right? But here's the thing. If your career is what you want to have be your priority... Yeah. You can't be coming at it from that place first... Right. Which is why melding your career and your personal life. Right. If same, you're same. at the beginning of your career, if mm-hmm. you're at a transitional point in your career, that's a great thing to do because that means you're going to be hanging out with people in the industry. You're going to be hanging out with people who are musicians. You'll be maybe more co-writes now. Right. People right. in the industry know who right. you are. They yes. know how talented you are. Wow, this is a great – we should put him on this tour. We should put her in this recording session. We should – right? Hey, aren't we traveling through uh, Brooklyn? Oh man, you know who we got to get to we get gotta, on that bill. Yeah, we got to get so and so on the bill. Right. Love them because you know them, and your personal life and your career were 
one and the same, and you went out for drinks with people after the show, and you went out to dinner with them, and you came to see them at their show. But you were and, a great hang, and you had great stuff to say about their show, and you and you saw them post a funny these... thing on Instagram, and you commented on it, and they remember you, and, and, you and you've DM, DM'd back and forth a couple of times, and because that's what people do, because they're humans and they like each other, right? And that's what they call networking, right? Right. Network- it's not a separate thing from having friendships. I need to network so that I know people. No, you need to know people. Right. Period. Next sentence. In your career, the people that you know right. will be the ones that have the opportunities for you. You know, it's a, such a great point that you that you talk about that, Adam, because this is one of those misunderstandings about networking and relationships in most industries, not just our industry, not, not just the music right, industry. Right, right, right. Right. The you ever you meet these people and you're like, man, they're so great at networking. Well, why? Right. Well, because it's real. Because they're actually asking you about yourself and and they remember your name and they right. remember that your dog, what your dog's name is, and that you have kids and that you, right? They remember, you know, in the industry, they remember the guitar that you were playing last time right. you were through, and they remember that conversation that you had about, you know, how you didn't, you know, you had that weird gig in Tulsa and right, right. right. Uh, hey, did you figure out uh, what was going on with your amp there? It had that weird funky tube thing. and right. Not because they're trying to get something from you, but because they had an actual conversation with you and they were paying attention. Right. So and those are the people that you're going to remember. Right. right? And uh, So if we're sticking with this theme of what's true in your life is true in your career and what's true in your career is true in your life, if you are authentically trying to connect with people, Great point. Right, you will authentically connect with people both in... In your career and in your life, and those we've talked about this before. That if you're going to be a musician, your friends are probably going to be musicians and people in the music industry and people in the industry. Yeah, and you know you're going to have to tour, right? Do you like the idea of what that looks like? Yeah, you like being on the road, right? Try it out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you like it, that's a great career for you. Fantastic. If you don't like it, maybe there's some other kinds of parts of the industry you mm-hmm. want to be in. Yeah, right. Right. It's a big industry. It still needs lots of different people, lots of different different moving parts. And you can and you can still perform. Yes. Even if you're not doing the same thing that you were doing before. Yes. If what we're saying here makes you sad and or angry and or want to punch us, (laughs) then yeah, you're probably a musician. You're gonna need to tour and then that's great. And we're not telling you not to tour. We're not telling you don't we're just saying be purposeful about it. Like like do do this stuff on purpose. Pay attention. Be part of your own career. Be part of your own life. Mm-hmm. And they're not separate things. It's a symbiotic relationship. Right. Your career, your life, who you are as a person, who you are as an artist. Right. What does everybody always react to artistically? Authenticity. Yeah. Something real, something that touches them, something that strikes a chord. Mm-hmm. People are always touted as artists that are real. Well, yeah. Because they're real. Yeah. Because they're not putting it on. Exactly. Right? And you got to believe in that. you got to believe in the, the realness of you. Right. And there isn't a separation between you, the artist. It's a great, it's a, it's a great point. And, and what's funny is what leaps to mind immediately, of course, for me then, is styles of music. Okay. Right? So, you know, Black Flag was just as authentic as Steely Dan. Yes. Right. 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 They're just both being themselves authentically musically. Yes. Yeah. Right? 
The Velvet Underground. Yes. Were as authentic as Lady Gaga. Yes. That's right. I just use them in the same sentence. But it's but but absolutely. But they're they're a real thing. There's something that is Billie Eilish. If you guys have not yeah. heard of Billie Eilish, I don't know what kind of rock you've been living under. <laughs> you should check out Billie Eilish. But one of the reasons that people react to her, I think, people react to her so strongly in and why they love her so much is she's authentic. Mm-hmm. She's got this, she's like 17 and she's, you know, a 17 year old. She's like, yeah. you know, got her fashion's cool and it's a thing. And she's annoyed by things that she should be annoyed by as a 17 right. year old. And if you listen to her voice, it's clear and beautiful and wonderful and real and authentic. Mm-hmm. And her songs are engaging and deep and well constructed. And yeah. it's some real stuff, man. Yeah. And when it's real, People react to it, right? So don't try to be Billie Eilish if you're 17 or 18 or 19 or 20. Try to engage in your art in the way that she engages in hers. Right. That's the thing to take from. Yeah. Is what's your authentic yeah. thing. Right. Whether you're Tyler the Creator. Right. Or, uh, you know, Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. or Jay Balvin. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Or Anita. Right, right, right. Or Lizzo. Yep. Right, right. right. It is... It is about who you are as a person and bringing that to your music. Right. And that's what people react to because people right. want something that's real. People yeah. want something to grab onto. Right. And that's why we're always talking about being reflective. Right. About what you look like and what you yeah. sound like. Yes. And and how you how you move through the day and how you ta- interact with people. And Boy, that's a great point, Michael, because it's very easy to hear us talking about that and think that that's shallow. Right. That the idea of right. talking about what do you look like and what do you sound like mm-hmm. and what do you shoes you're wearing and bl- as if it's a shallow fashion discussion. Right. But the reality is, no. The reason that that part matters is people look at you mm-hmm. if you're an artist and you need to be saying who you are without any words. Exactly. And look in the mirror. Does that reflect you? Right. Does that feel like you? Does that feel like you? Awesome. Then go on out. Right. If it doesn't, put something else on until it feels like you. Right. And don't tell me that it feels like you when you don't, when you don't feel motivated. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, this don't, feels this feels like me when I'm tired. Don't be the when you're out in public. Just try not to be the unmotivated you that's just going to polish off a bag of sun chips and right. watch Netflix for the next two hours because you don't want to do anything. Right. Right. Unless right. again, as always. Unless, unless that's your thing. Unless that's your thing. Unless and that's, that's cool. If are. that's your thing, that's great. Right, right. Right? But yeah, so it is bringing who you are to your art. Mm-hmm. Bringing who you are to your image. Yes. Bring it, that's all about developing yes. your brand. Yeah. Right? Right. And why do some brands work and other brands don't? Some people like things other than more than other things. Well, so you can't help that. And authenticity. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. So if you're going to if you're going to when you are developing this image which is all encompassing, right? Again, we'll go back yes. to the word the quan. Yes. Right? That means that all of it has to be who you really are. Right. Right. Right? And you can't just judge yourself by the outcome of how many people no. Are downloading music and listening to music or Mm-mm. streaming your video or right. whatever. Well, and as you said, well, again, as you just said 
before that, some brands are bigger than others. You might be Moxie. Right. You might be the soda Moxie. Right. And, and many of you don't know what the soda Moxie is. Because you're not from New England, but that's right. All right. But it's a thing. It's a soda. And if you've ever had it, you go, no, I know what it tastes like. Right. Does it taste yeah. like Coke? No. Yeah. Is it awesome? I, I don't think so. But you know what? Some people love it. Some people love it. And it's been around for a long time, and it is exactly what it is. Not everybody likes root beer. Right. Not everybody likes ginger ale. Right. Not everybody likes, not everybody likes natural ginger ale because it actually tastes like ginger. Right. Some people like... A ginger ale that doesn't taste quite so much like ginger. Not everybody likes soda. Right. Right. Some people... And this is just soda we're and, talking about. Right. But those brands still appeal to an audience. Right. Right. And so I know this is uncomfortable to think of yourself as a brand. Yeah. Right? And I get that. Yes. We do. And we understand yes. that, that that is. But if you are now translating brand into... Being your authentic self right. in your life right. and in your art. And remembering that when you are presenting yourself to the world, you're coming with your life experience yeah. and who you are when yeah. you move through the world. And that your art and your life are being experienced by the same person and well, or symbiotic being created. Is the, symbiotic is the perfect word. You you said that earlier. Okay, so, yeah. It's a symbiotic, it's a symbiotic relationship. They are... The same. Yeah. As we started off by saying, same, same. Exactly. So it's a long game we're talking about here. Yeah, Like everything else. Like everything else. And it's a long game for both. Yeah. Right? We are doing this podcast because we don't want you to be a miserable musician, (laughs) a miserable artist who feels alone and doesn't know what to do. Right. But we also don't want you to be a miserable person who's feeling alone and doesn't know what to do. Well, yeah, remember, like we just said. If you're a miserable person, you're going to be a miserable musician. And if you're a miserable musician, you're going to be a miserable person. Yeah. You are in control of those. You don't have to be the sad sack that just everybody is <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, poor Adam. Oh, man. Oh, oh God. Oh, he's just, did he make eye contact? Oh, God. Don't, oh, God. don't look. Just, don't look. Don't, don't look. Don't look. Don't, no eye contact. No eye contact. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Just text me in a minute so I have to leave. Oh, sorry, dude. I got to go. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't. You don't have to be that person. You don't need to be. You can be happy and joyous and and creative and yeah. successful. Or, you know, look, if your brand is that you're a bummer, that's fine. Yes. Right? There's room for that out there, too. Certainly. And uh, there are people that that appeals to. Yeah. And that's, but be authentically a bummer. Be your kind of bummer. And do it intentionally. And do it intentionally. Exactly. Right? Because remember, you got this. We got your back. <laughs> <laughs>